This Rise and Shine podcast series has been made possible by the generosity of the Zeitelman Family Foundation, which is committed to the unity and continuity of the Jewish people through meaningful and relevant Jewish education and wisdom. The Jewish people have been compared to glass. You know, you can shatter us, but when we're heated up, we can be reshaped and reformed into a new and intact entity. We're always both broken and whole. This is Rise and Shine, a podcast that offers timeless wisdom and uplifting meditations to fill your heart, feed your soul, and start your day on a positive note. Here is Adrian Gold Davis. There are two holidays that come back to back in Israel, and that very placement teaches us life-affirming lessons about both memory and gratitude, about surviving and thriving. The fact that these two days are interconnected can teach us what has kept our people whole and vibrant despite centuries of oppression and have made us, to quote Dr. Zohar Raviv, into a state of ideals rather than an ideal state. I want to tell you about Israel's eruption of joy, Israel's Independence Day, or Yom Ha'atzma'ut. But one cannot really discuss that day without first understanding the day that precedes it, and that's called Yom Hazikaron. Yom Hazikaron is Israel's Memorial Day, and it's held on the fourth day of the month of Iyar. Israel Knesset, which is our parliament, declared that this is a day of remembering for those who lost their lives in the ongoing struggles that led to the establishment of the State of Israel. It's a memorial day for the fallen soldiers of the wars of Israel and victims of actions of terrorism. It also remembers all military personnel who were killed while in active duty in the IDF. So on Yom Azikaron, there are these ceremonies in the schools and in the public spaces and in the cemeteries. And there's a siren by night and another in the day, and it brings traffic to a complete halt as Israelis collectively bow their heads and remember. The mood is somber, and the sadness, well, it's, it's like a tangible entity. Remember that in a country the age and size of Israel, there is far less than six degrees of separation, Everyone knows someone who died to protect or sanctify the state of Israel. Everyone has experienced that loss. So there's this wave of pain that crashes one over the top of the other as the nation's grief is compounded by its proximity to each other's stories and our shared experience. And yet, these two days are joined back to back despite their profound differences in tone and in emotion. See, if Yom HaZikaron is deeply somber, Yom HaTzma'ud is an explosion of joy. On the most basic level, they are joined in recognition that Israelis owe the independence and the very existence of their Jewish state to the soldiers who sacrificed their lives for it. But how can an entire nation of grieving hearts make that sundown switchover from moments of silence and somber ceremonies to wild festivity so seamlessly? How can they go from sadness to celebration, from utter crisis to rebirth? The nature of life often means dealing with the paradox of being both broken and whole at once. 
You know, it's a sign of maturity and of living in reality to understand that life can be both broken and whole simultaneously, and that one emotion does not cancel out the other. You see, just as the Jewish day starts at night, just as first there was darkness and chaos, and then God said, Yehi or, let there be light, we see that often darkness is followed by clarity and even joy. You know, 10 centimeters and dilate, it hurts like nobody's business, my friends. But after all, it's the moment just before the baby's born, and there's more. The Mishkan, well, that's the traveling sanctuary that the Israelites carried through the desert, and it contained the Ark of the Covenant. And inside that Ark were not just the whole and intact tablets with the Ten Commandments that were engraved, but also the broken shards of the first set that God had inscribed. Let me explain. We learn that Moses brought down the first set of tablets only to see the people worshiping and dancing around an idol, the golden calf. The people had miscalculated Moses' return date and time, and they felt that they were abandoned and without a leader. So they built this idol in a desperate search for a place to focus their energies despite having already learned that idolatry was prohibited. Moses smashed those first tablets. We all saw the movie. But they didn't discard them. The broken shards, well, they were gathered up, and they were put aside. We learned that Moses went back up that mountain to plead for the people, and on what was the day of Yom Kippur, brought back a second set of tablets that said we were forgiven, that there was a new beginning. And when we left our encampments to travel, both the broken tablets and the newly hewn ones, well, they traveled together. And so it is in the journey through our lives. In the arcs of our own hearts, sometimes it feels like we're carrying both the broken and the whole. When the Jewish people sit shiva after someone dies and then get up from it by symbolically taking a walk around the block, what we're doing symbolically is returning to life. You know, even in the concentration camps, in the DP camps, people got married. They had entirely new families post the war after having lost their first one. The Jewish people have been compared to glass. You know, you can shatter us, but when we're heated up, we can be reshaped and reformed into a new and intact entity. We're always both broken and whole. Hearts are shattered, but they can be repaired. Lives are upended, but they can be rebuilt. And you can carry both the broken and the whole inside of your own heart. And we are resilient. We define resilience, and so while each day follows the other in Israel, this is a message we can carry with us all year long. You know, the Knesset, it writes that on May the 14th, 1948, David Ben-Gurion read aloud the Declaration of the Establishment of the State of Israel, Israel's Declaration of Independence, and it was during a ceremony that was held at Beit Dizengoff in Tel Aviv, and signed it along with the other members of the Provisional State Council. 
The document includes a description of the Jewish people's history, of the Jews' struggle to achieve national rebirth in their own country, and international recognition of this right, a declaration of the establishment of Israel, and a declaration of the principles that will guide the state of Israel. This year, we're celebrating 75 years of our state and precede that with the recognition of those who gave their lives in the pursuit and the maintenance of our home. And while one day ends in a solemn ceremony, we move from the darkness into the light immediately. This is the way of the Jewish people. We search for the light. We are enjoined to be the light. Happy birthday, dear Israel. I love you. Thanks for listening to Rise and Shine. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Momentum Podcasts on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Join Adrian again next time for more timeless wisdom and uplifting meditations that fill your heart, feed your soul, and start your day on a positive note. This podcast was sponsored by the Zeitelman Family Foundation. Spread the wisdom. Inspire Jewish individuals around the globe by supporting Momentum's podcasts. To sponsor, contact podcast at MomentumUnlimited.org. You're listening to a Momentum podcast. For unlimited inspiration, wisdom, and empowerment, visit MomentumUnlimited.org.